mean, it's fucking 2021, and it feels exactly like 2020. Guys, yeah. it's the first episode of the new year, even though the last episode didn't drop, but it will drop in the new year. These guys are going to make fun of me throughout the episode about it. Um, <laughs> no, because TJ went to the big city, he got himself a fancy new job, and he's too good to post the podcast now. That's what happened. We got the karate episode out. And even instead of just delegating, you know, hey guys, this is my login. Can you post it? Help nope. me out. No. He's a one man army. He does not one want to army. Help. He doesn't want to get fired so, from the podcast because if he shares his responsibility, he's going to get kicked out. What, what, then why am I worth it to you guys? Yeah, you he's know, just holding on, on to that. Oh, you're so damn pretty. I don't know what else. I mean, yeah. this is. So it's 20 with 21. And, uh... <laughs> and we're all back, and we can tell our charisma and our chemistry is as good as ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever. Um, still talking over each other, still doing the damn thing. And you know what? It's not going to stop, guys. We're going to be Can't the bullies stop. of the internet going into 2021. We're going to make people upset. We might make them cry, and not over a one woman scene. But regardless, uh, trying to think of like news of 2021. You guys help me out here. Chris Evans has come back. Anybody I was care? Saying, not much going on in the world. Pretty quiet out there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So I mean, very peaceful, normal time. Uh, yeah. Uh, it feels very calm. There's not a lot of fighting going on. There's well, not much no, like we all expected. Think? When that arbitrary date overturned on the calendar, it struck 12 midnight. All the problems from 2020 went away, just like we knew they would. And we're we're just so we're just riding smoothly into 2021 now. Yep. Always. And the problems just you know did you like guys... a, they like a hobo hobo knapsack thing. Just put it over their shoulder and just yeah. walk away. Walk away. <laughs> I'm on my way up, boys. Calendar turn. Vaccines are out. Well, we're, we're not a political podcast, right? We're not, we don't do politics in here. Um, so that led to our first question. No. Yeah. No, <laughs> we're a sex so are there podcast. any movies coming out in 2021 that are going to go straight to fucking streaming you guys are excited for? Uh, yeah, everything that from 2020 that didn't come out. Yeah. Well, and I also... Uh, and also everything that like did come out in 2020, but they wanted to charge twenty dollars, it'll finally come onto like Amazon and HBO Max, and I'll watch those too. Like yeah, fuck you, Greenland. I'm not gonna yeah. pay 20, 20 bucks to see Gerald Butler do the same yeah. fucking so movie watch again. Slightly <laughs> smarter Geostorm. No, thank you. Fuck I'll you. watch that free on Amazon. <laughs> I, I was like so excited. I saw it on Amazon. I was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. Twenty bucks. Suck my dick, Gerald Butler. <laughs> I, I, I'm hoping that those ones they pushed out of like last year to be like, like your Candyman, they're like next year and they're thinking of pushing oh, yeah. again. They just say, no, 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 no. We'll just drop it online now. Because like when it, we're at the point where we're just going to be doubling up on these releases where you're like, well, I can't even see yeah, them. Did anybody anyway. check out that thing? Amazon released a list of like 27 movies they're releasing this year. So like basically a movie a week, like a big hey, budget Netflix? Netflix movie a week. Nah, I just I didn't I saw the advertisement and I was like, nah, I'll see. if anything catches my eye, I'll watch it. You know, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I've been. I've been I mean, watching, listen, you can watch. I've been watching life. Amazon. I've, I've been watching Amazon originals for a while now, and they they've gotten a lot better. Uh, the last two that came out 
I've really enjoyed. So I, That's nice. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I'm your woman, and um, Sylvia's in love. I like, it's fucking great news. So, yeah, I'm, gonna, are you, I'm excited. Are you endorse? Are you endorsing the um, Amy Adams film then? <laughs> or is, is that is clear Well, here's the question. I want to ask you guys. Yeah. When do you think, to, uh, like, jokes aside, you honestly? No, 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 no. I didn't sign up. I didn't sign up for <laughs> never jokes for jokes aside ever. Um, when do you right. think you actually be in a theater watching a film? Oh, dude, when I get my second shot and my wife gets two shots. I mean, like, it's allowed in the, what's happening. Like, I know you're in Texas. I'm pretty sure it's open a lot in Texas. Oh, yeah. Ohio. Yeah, I think so theaters are open here. I wouldn't know, though, because I ain't going. But, yeah, it yeah once everybody in my family's vaccinated, I would go. But yeah. that might be July. Yeah, yeah, well, like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, like my, I was saying today, like, my, like, I know when everything's, like, over for me when I'm, like, vaccinated and hopefully it's like end of summer and I go to like a movie theater and like a ballpark and be like, Whoa, yeah, this is like normal. Yeah, I wore, a, I, I wore a mask to go get popcorn, but I think I'm just going to do that anyway when I go out now. My yeah. my Billy Joel concert <laughs> got pushed back a year, so it's in September again. So oh, nice. Shit well, the reason better I be ready by then. Like, do you see <laughs> like Protect him at these, all costs. Yeah. Do you see these studios pushing back like um, – because, like, say this picks up again, there's, an, like, influx in, you know. we got those mutated not. viruses peeking up places. But, like, so you never like know. Candyman, they're like, it comes October, no theaters are opening up. You drop it on streaming just to get that, that Halloween, like, horror movie thing through it. Like, other than that, would you go out there, if you had the vaccinations, Halloween, and go see Candyman? Like, do yeah. they wait? I mean, are they here in Texas, waiting right now? Just here, to see? Here in Texas, our theaters are packed. Teeth- I uh, I don't know, but I know the so we have a really nice AMC uh, theater, twenty four screens. They have one of those great like four D uh, screenings, all like IMAX, like really it closed. The theater like yeah. down the road from me, fucking closed. Twenty four screens. Uh, I mean, there's still another. No, we saw Endgame at the other one, which is also really nice, but that's still open because I think they are still having people in, just like who the hell's going. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah I know that Alamo Alamo is doing like uh, the Alamo Draft House, they're doing like private screenings and you can rent out uh, a whole theater for fairly cheap price, but who the fuck has like 15 to 20 friends that want to go to a theater with you in this age? <laughs> Um, still so like they're, they're doing yeah. their best so to like I, keep the doors open TJ I think to answer your question is like if I, if I was a betting man I'd say like summer very like liberal like liberally I'm like in June but like conservatively we're looking at like September October yeah um, like my hope is like get these two guys got the shot. All right. Their first shots already. Hopefully, hopefully before I September, hopefully before September 11th, because if not the terrorists, win. Yo, oh, my man, that's good. Well, the terrorists, Captain America. Let's go to America. <laughs> 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 the first topic. <laughs> see that, that, see that segue? 
Got a slam dunk. Segway. Speaking of terrorists, guys, yeah. some homegrown terrorists. Thank you. That's attacked it. the Capitol building on January sixth. You may have heard a little something about it. And although we don't usually get po- political on this podcast, and I want to assure our beloved viewers that this is only meant in jest, and we are not meant to disrespect the serious thing that happened or the lives that were lost, despite how humorous the way those lives were lost may have been. We are not here to make <laughs> allegedly, jokes. allegedly. Yeah, but uh, my question I don't want to is: Snopes.com, you. My question, guys, very serious topic here. What cop that is considered a hero in a movie? So no antiheroes, no dirty cops, no Denzels in Training Day. A cop that's considered a hero would one hundred percent either have been in the crowd storming the Capitol or a cop that let them storm the Capitol, somebody who opened the gate, somebody who pried up an emergency uh, bell off of the congressperson's desk, somebody who uh, tweeted out the locations of congresspeople. Who, what movie hero cop would have done that? Uh, are we starting this? Are you going to pick someone to start? Do you guys want me to go first, or does somebody sure. have one? I have Well, one. I think mine is the one that is not, that it kind of did not answer the question fully. So my pick was, I just really picture Clint Eastwood's dirty hat going, I know those are my boys, but, you know, it's not right what's going on in there, and he helps them through. Can you, can you repeat? Can you repeat your choice? I think you cut in and out. I don't think I heard you. He said Dirty Harry. Oh. <laughs> oh, point. Dirty. Yeah, Dirty, Dirty Harry. Harry would have like used an empty chair that he pretended had Obama in it and propped open the door for these guys. <laughs> yeah, he would have like he would have he would have been like justif like I think that would be the thing with a lot of these cops is like justifying like the greater good that he thinks it is compared to like his duty. He would have walked around the metal detector and opened that door for everybody. For sure. Yeah. He'd be like, come on in. He'd be like, ah, that guy looks weird. I have a feeling there might be a theme of old white men. Oh, wait, that's who always plays cops. Okay, anyway. Make my day. Is there, is there like, he's like, get off my front yard, zipper head. Is that like that movie? Whoa, yeah, that's Gran Torino. Whoa, but I, was that guy? I'm a, saying what he said. I'm saying was what that guy said. a cop in that movie? I never saw Gran Torino because I stopped watching. I mean, oh, he's, 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 he's probably he was probably in a war vet. You know what I mean? They're racist. He was a war yeah. vet. He was a Vietnam vet. It was a, It was one of his best performances, <laughs> but it felt it felt very meta. Yeah, it like felt he was like kind of playing himself. Was getting a lot of. I I always give I always give him enough credit where making Lefty Wajima and Flags of a Father showing both sides of war I give him enough credit for doing that and doing one in fully uh, Japanese I thought that was I thought that was uh, I I just want to give that addendum there I always thought that was kind of cool from Clint Eastwood because you don't see that often No that's fair uh, you got two two sides of the same war but like it wasn't you know. And even flags from our little tangent, even flags from our father shows that like how awful they treated Ira Hayes, who historically was the only Native American from that flag raising who got like fucking abused when he got home and wasn't treated as a hero. But those boys were paraded around like anyway, back to movies. <laughs> hey, man, I got the- real, real, real quick. 
Well, this yeah. is a real fun topic for us. We're talking about treason. Okay, I have another. And the fact that cops help plan it, and this country's rotten from the inside. Share the wealth, Joe. Share the wealth. No, to get on track, to get get us back in the fun. Steve Zahn in national security. That's fair. Okay. (laughs) Well, technically, he's not a cop. He got demoted. Yeah, you're right. More likely then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I pick. Uh, a twofer, but it's the same actor. I picked Mark Wahlberg in Patriots Day and the other guy. Uh, yeah, yeah that dude is opening. Oh. He's he's side kicking the door. He's not even. I'm opening. so I'm so surprised he's Mark Wahlberg, real kicking. Mark Wahlberg, wasn't there. <laughs> Guys, it, we're storming the cap. Come on. <laughs> hey, say hello to your mother. You in the tactical gear? Hide your mother's face for me. Oh, that's how the FBI found you. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, it's okay. If you just strap these two, go in. I know the woman inside. She sounds like a flower. Just go in. All right, great. All right, give me that boy. <laughs> but I wasn't yeah, throwing no moths. <laughs> and this one may not fall within the hero hero. By the way, he's kind of an anti hero, but Mel Gibson, lethal weapon. Uh, He's, well, cool. I, he's definitely a hero. Like yeah, he's hero. crazy, but he's definitely played to be he's, like he's he, definitely meant to like him. I, he is one hundred percent Q on. Like he would be full Q. Oh, yeah. Would have Q tattooed on his tit. <laughs> he's like so you, leading you the shot. I think though, back to um, Mark Wahlberg. I do. Oh. I don't think his Patriots Day character actually would have been there. Like, I think that would have been the guy who was like, I need to do stuff. But the other guys, that Mark Wahlberg, who was just desperate for any sort of action, would have oh, been, yeah. like, front lines, like, come on through. Yeah, taking selfies. I'm a peacock. Like, that's the guy, that's the guy who shot Derek Jeter. <laughs> yes, he is. What? That's him and other guys. That's the movie. Uh, TJ, uh, what, the, what did you pick? I went for like more serious like answer. Mine wasn't a joke. I don't want to like. I don't like to joke around about these type of things. My my cop was a real hero, and I feel like he would do this for a certain reason, like to protect the Luminette. Um, it's Anthony Michael Hall from a gnome named Norm. Like that is the cop that would be. The but he does it for a reason because no Norm is in the audience, like in the crowd, in the rioting crowd, but he has to get inside the Capitol. To get back to Luminix so we can get the sun <laughs> to uh, fill up the stone, so get it back to his people. And then, because, you know, because the government's fucking dirty. They stole his fucking stone. He has to get it back. So, Andy Michael Hall doesn't gonna do anything he can in his power. He's, get more, he's more using the, the capital rights as a distraction. Yes. Yeah, okay. He's a hero. Wait, 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 This is not wait, a wait, cop- wait, wait. I want to oh, hear speak of cop out Bruce guys. Willis. Bruce Willis cop out. Bruce Willis and cop out. Um, Bruce Willis. Not, can I pull can Bruce I pull out that can I pull out that thread? Uh I'm gonna pull out that thread, uh TJ. Um so what you're saying is the government has uh norms, societies thing, right? So there's not really a pedophile ring underneath the Capitol is no. they're confusing the tiny norms for little kids. Kids. Right? Mm. They're sent to the, an island. The ring is really the government stealing their society, like enslaving 
kind of like Oompa Loompas. And yeah. if you're gonna pick a hero, a hero cop to protect them, you're not going with the fucking John McClane. You're not going with the goddamn fucking uh uh help me out here, Martin Lawrence and a movie. No, no, no. You're going with Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Prime. Yeah. Don't be so disappointed, man. That's a real answer for real life. You're probably right worded letter in the end. Brian still needs to go, but I, I do want to. I do have a question about a cop who I don't think would be part of the insurrection, but just was wondering what's your opinion on him, Arnold in Kindergarten Cop. Oh, I love Arnold in Kindergarten Cop. He's great. Yeah, John. <laughs> well, he's Matrix, he's based out of Portland, uh, John Matrix's right? Commando. He's not like Washington Kimble. State. He's John. He's I don't know. I feel like he's very little. Yeah. I feel yeah. like no. Brian I think he's kind of... John Kimball. Is it John, John Kimball? Yeah. Weak ass name. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Did someone pick that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. Brian what do you? That's a man's name. <laughs> oh, uh, my pick was um, Jeff Bridges in Hell or High Water. hundred uh, percent. Oh, that guy's a huge racist, easily. and he sucks. <laughs> Hundred percent. He would definitely be there, waving a big old Texas flag and storming the castle. All oh, that's that was my pick. So God damn what it. What has the government? What has that government ever done for me? Get out, yeah. boys. Yeah. Uh-huh. The guy, like that movie Go is all him getting to be racist to his partner, like, and then his partner gets his head blown off. Like what? <laughs> what? What the fuck? <laughs> his partner? That his partner? Uh, oh God! Can we, all right, is everyone? Does everyone do their answers? Can you move on? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Just my next, next one. What was it? Who's up? Uh, we moving on to the next topic. I thought you had something to say about Hell or High Water. <laughs> oh well, I'm saving that for one of the topics. Oh, okay. Oh fair yeah, enough. the, the high school. Yes. So can I go first with that so, one? Whoever that is, go. Oh, uh, heist! Yeah. We're doing. Are we doing I mean, heist movies know. now? Are we just segueing into that one? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's All right. Heist. So we do Martin Lawrence, and then we do the movie. Yep. All right. Yusuf can yeah. barely bother to look up from his phone yes, to tell me. us how to run the show. <laughs> me. Sorry, my my internet <laughs> sucks. My fucking notes, man. Holy shit! My my internet sucks with this episode. Everything's on a. Fucking delay. All right. So my idea. Uh, so uh, the movie we're talking about is it, it's like a fake heist film. A bit of it, a bit of bit of bit of like flavor of a heist movie in there. Minutes are a heist, and then that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Which which when we get to it, I love. By the way, uh, I I'm gonna make Brian a believer by the end of this episode. Oh, I doubt it. Um, Don't fucking waste your time. Forty years of systemic <laughs> racism. <laughs> all right so anyway my question was it's more of just for us to have a conversation i'll start off what's your favorite heist film i want to give you the obvious one uh inside man oh that's the obvious I, one i don't think that's an obvious oh, one it's oh no okay oh no. uh to me uh, inside I, thought, man I, is, I thought you were going to say like oceans like, oh, oh, like you know no. <laughs> sorry sorry Inside Man is probably one of the best heist movies of all time. It has a great, it has a great payoff in it. 
so yeah, it has Denzel. A, it has it. Nazis in it too. You know, relevant. Oh, big, big Nazi plot. It actually throws you for a loop that it is. Uh, yeah. Oh, there he is. There he is. Sorry, guys. I I'll li- I would lie to you, but really, I thought I was gonna mute myself, and I accidentally hung up. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Grandpa. The first time I ever watched Inside Man was one of the first times I ever did. And mind you, there's no kids that watch this. We say, no kids on these films. Oh, wait, is Harrison watches? No, Harrison watches every episode, guys. Uh, yeah, I watched Inside Man once. It was tight. That shit was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, lo- I, I, I was definitely time. sober, and I didn't take anything. I get so surprised. No. When did this movie come out? Uh, I believe 2006. Yeah. Yeah, right. One of those movies, you know, like you start watching intellectual movies. It was was one of those movies where you go, when the twist happens, you go like. That's not Gerard Butler. That's, um, um, uh, the. That's Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Clive Owen. So that's Clive Owen and, um. And the blonde chick from um, Panic Room and Foster. Jodie Foster. So it's one of those movies, though, and Christopher Plummer's in it, too, I believe. Uh, It's one of those movies, though, that surprises me also, like, that it's Spike Lee, because it's so, it's just a, it's a heist movie, and he layers, like, that Nazi stuff in it. Like, more subtly conventional for a Spike Lee movie, like, yeah. Yeah. It's like when the, it's like. Like the Coen Brothers did Miller's Crossing, and it's really good, but it feels a little like more like a normal movie than a Coen Brothers movie usually does. Yeah. This, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm sure if we looked it up, it was probably a movie that they were like, "Hey, Spike, if you do this movie, we'll let you do Spike this movie. Point. You know, we'll let you do X or whatever." Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was shot. It it was shot way different than any Spike Lee movie you've ever seen. I was say it felt like phone booth, like the way it was like yeah, all yeah, blue, silverish, like that chrome. That was the style though, early two thousands. Yeah. That's what everything looked like. The digital, <laughs> except for the one, you know, what um Dolly shot that he does really in that movie yeah. with the cameras attached. I love that movie though. That's probably up there with me for great heist movies next to uh, you know, just like everyone everyone also is thinking of Tower Heist. The Brett Ratner classic. <laughs> My God, save us, TJ. What What did you have in mind? Oh uh, well, I was gonna. I was gonna I'm try kidding. To I'm kidding. Last uh, what you're talking about with Jeff Bridges, but Hell or High Water is. I mean, heist movies, robberies, like these type of fucking films, like Ben Foster and um, Chris uh, Pine. Chris Pine. I, everyone could argue the Chris's, but this movie puts him above. Probably most of them for me because the brother relationship with these, between these two, what they're doing it for, why it happens, the entire story of it, the relationship between Jeff Bridges and his partner, where like Jeff Bridges obviously would storm the Capitol in a heartbeat and let everybody in, but at the same time he felt for his his partner, which he continued to mock about soccer and Native American and being Spanish and like all these other it's a different great, things. It's a like, great role by the outlaw from the Snowdown. He, he kills it in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was busy filming a filming a, a commercial for a Mexican restaurant that day. <laughs> he was actually busy getting mad at a mainstream podcast for discussing the AFI 100. <laughs> Well, like the realism of having probably like in Texas, Midland Banks, like those type of things where it's just a small 
500 to like a 1200 person community that shit could happen they don't have a lot of technology out there i mean compared to like what we have in these bigger cities like this that's real like that's a, that's a big thing in texas like i mean I don't oh know yeah in texas, texas right now, like i think texas has the the record of, yeah, if you're uh, on the outskirts it's a little wild but like really yeah Most imagine, Texas, like, just like two brothers the, my whole thing was the brother relationship with these heist movies like yeah I'm I'm close to my brother. Me and him had our ups and downs and shit like that. But like the Ben Foster, who I think is probably one of the best character actors of our lifetime, my lifetime, um, and then all the different roles. That's he's why. I, what yeah. if Hell High, Hell or High Water instead of Chris Pine had Timothy Oliphant? Wouldn't it be so much better? Oh, <laughs> but I damn, I don't dislike Chris that's, Pine, that's but Timothy Oliphant's like a better pick, thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> No, you, you know I think it changes the name. I, I think it changes the dynamic, though. I don't know if that like, like I don't know. There's that like kindness Chris Pine gives off in the movie that like has the payoff in it. Well, it's like when he's I getting don't like know approached all by the prostitute in the in the casino, and like and Ben Foster's like he's trying to take my brother over for what it was. Timoth- Timothy Oliphant would have known that right away. I think Timothy Oliphant and Ben Foster play almost That's the same fair. type of That's like. I will say you know, this. I'm just watching Fargo Timmy Oliphant. I just watched The Mandalorian, and I'm just really in a Timothy <laughs> yeah. Oliphant phase. Timothy Oliphant is funnier than uh, oh, Chris yeah. Pine. Easily. Because he's you know, a great comedic actor. Watch Santa, Santa Clarita Diet. Santa Clarita Diet? That bet was really good, right? It's hard to strong. Yeah, yeah, your internet great. sucks, so I gotta talk over it. Watch, <laughs> watch, uh, watch any interview with, between him and Conan. They're hilarious together. Oh, oh, yeah. But uh, you know who I would love to see Ben Foster do like a sibling thing is um Ben Ben Mendelsohn Mendelsohn Oh Mendelsohn yeah those two would play amazing brothers and they have like the same character actor energy that they would you know really get into it together. I mean, Ryan Gosling Place Beyond the Pines alone is basically about oh yeah it. yeah that one in um Killing Them Softly too he's just good no he's not in yeah. yeah he's in Killing Them he plays oh, yeah. a drug addict. Mm. Oh, yeah, you said. Uh, I picked Thief. I recommended it uh, recently on this podcast. Um, Brian, I think Brian saw it. Michael Mann. It did. It was very good. Yeah, I saw it. I really love how. I got to watch. Yeah, I really love how. I just saw it the first time, like, uh, last year. Heat. So good. Oh, Heat. Oh, yeah. I mean, Heat is is the obvious pick. Um, but I went one back. Um, has James Can in it. Yep. Um, Michael Mann directed and yeah, I was gonna uh, say also a Michael Mann movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got that Manhunter vibe, that like '80s Michael Mann yeah, with like yeah. the real. It has a, it's a great aesthetic. The score is fantastic. But what I love about it is like they really focus on because they have to crack a safe and how to crack the safe, the tools. And they show in the beginning how he's so good at, you know, the, with the drill. It's a very specific movie that you're really invested on how he's going to pull the height. I really, that's why, like, um, like Oceans and all those movies work is because, you know, they're, they take you by the hand and they go, like, this is what we have to do to pull the height. Like, this is the barrier. This is the shit. And you're like, oh, shit, how they're going to do it. You're like, you're really invested in the, in yeah. the, uh, sequence and when they pull it off you're like yeah i was part of the team or some shit i don't know um but yeah i really love that one it's very gritty and i mean michael mann 
is such a good fucking director. And then you put James Cam that he just loves to just play a badass and play a, a, a tough guy. And he does mm-hmm. it so effortlessly that, you know, that the movie sells itself. So, yeah, I picked Seas. And I have a few other, like, honorable mentions, but I really wanted to get that one. Uh, how about you, Byrne? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm. you already mentioned Ocean's Eleven yeah. is a real, like, the mod, the new Ocean's Eleven, the old one sucks ass. Um, and Heat were on, should have been on everybody's list, which is why we, we, we only mentioned them in passing, because you should already know yeah. about those. But I want to talk about a, a movie, a little more recent, came out in the last couple of years. Um, guys, I want to talk about Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I don't I- like you know? Did you know that that's actually a heist movie, uh, guys? Did you have you heard? So is, no. so is so is Inception. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, but I do have a serious answer, and it is just a fairly recent movie, and it had kind of a smaller release, but I think it's really good, and it's called American Animals. Um, it's, uh, based on a true story about these young guys, like early twenties who decide to try to steal this book of rare paintings, uh, from like their local college. And it's a mix of like, uh, reenactment, like with actors, like really like a, like a movie, but then there's also a confessional aspect where they are actually interviewing the people who were really actually involved and stuff. So it almost has that like kind of a true crime feel to it. Um, and because of that aspect of it, and then and they like they actually delve into like because you know you're enjoying this movie along with these characters and kind of like the fun of a heist movie and the wackiness yeah. of it sometimes, but then they really ground it in reality of what these people did and the consequences on their lives and the people they you know were that were affected by it and stuff. And it's, it actually it was one that really surprised me. It ended up being one of my favorite movies of whatever year when it came out. I was just saying when it came out. I think 2018. Uh, 20, is it 2018? Is it only that? 20, it's like, seriously, definitely within the last five years. Is it like unnamed actors, like a small movie? That like, uh, no, it has the guy, the guy from, from the, uh, American, all the American, story American Horror Story shows that Ethan, what's his face? Oh, Evan Peters? Evan Peters, that's him. Like He's him. in it. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember this. Like, 2018, I remember okay. Hey, guys, listen to Flower State of Film, and you get knowledge dropped about movies that you forgot existed. Yeah, well, right. Like I'm saying, we're always every, – hey, everybody's at home a lot more. You're looking for things to watch. American Animals is probably streaming somewhere. You should check it out. Yeah. Let Brian tell you about Drowning Mona. That's not, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also the, guy, the kid from uh, Dunkirk. Uh, Harry, Barry Star- uh, Harry Styles. Not Harry Styles. Harry, uh, the guy from uh, Dunkirk and Killing Sacred Deer guy. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I know you're talking about. With the weird, with the weird far apart weird eyes. eyes. Yeah, weird eyes. There's a new breed of pre- person out there. Their eyes are way oh, on the far on the side of their head. It's weird. Frog. Yeah, anyway. like the guy from um, Clones, Queen Clones, something like that. The Queen's witch Gambit? trap. Queen's Gambit. Like yeah. her eyes are like. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, oh, yeah. too. He's one of them. They're weird looking. <laughs> people are so, getting weirder looking. Yeah, you know, stop, stop. Fucking. British. British. So, honorable mention is uh, Point Break. Ah, yeah. I think you could combo, can you, you could combo Point Break in the first Fast and Furious, like, and they are the first Fast and Furious is not on par just because well, it's a well, knockoff. It's not a it doesn't belong in the same conversation with Point it's Break. A robbery movie. 
Yeah, but it sucks. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and the other right. one, and the other one. Shout out to my dad. He's always listening. He's, I don't think he knows how to podcast. Uh, Ronan, uh, Robert De Niro. Oh, yeah, Ooh. sure. Oh, that's Lord. his favorite. That's his favorite movie. What about Justin Timberlake in time? No. No? Okay. That's cool. Anyway, uh, next topic. Yusef. All right. Oh. So, guys, in Inception. Joe, shut the fuck up. In a dream and in a dream. <laughs> Guess what? But they go into a third dream, and at the end of the movie, it's a heist for knowledge. No, it's a heist. Um, I don't know if 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 you guys didn't see uh, the previous episode, twenty twenty one. I'm giving out twenty bucks to whoever said, writes to me. Um, the word of the day, the word of the day. This episode is yoga. If you write to me, yoga, you're the first one to write. I'm gonna give twenty bucks to you, trying to help out the small community that we have. Yoga, um, just bantering yeah. now. I'm bantering now. Banter while Brian appears. Okay. So, so, in Inception, right, so when Cobb gets oh into the dream God. and his wife's there, oh is it a dream or is that yeah. really his wife? Oh, well. Never mind. Uh, so, my question, <laughs> my question um, to you guys was, I was watching Blue Streak, and I've always had an affinity, like, I really love Martin, like, I used to watch his series, I've watched all his movies. I li- I really this explains do- so much about why you've never liked any comedies that I've put, that I've suggested on here. Uh, I like. I, I mean, yeah, I, I weirdly like to laugh. Sorry, I'm saying um, was great. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so my question to you guys was: pick a movie from Will Smith's illustrious career and replace him with Martin Lawrence to make the movie better. Uh, and I'm going to oh. start with the biggest Will. Smith fan, um, Brian Hurst. Uh, what was your? Uh... <laughs> well, this is this is a good intro. This is a good intro into talking about Blue Street because I am as like far on the other end of the spectrum for Martin Lawrence as I can be from Yusef. Like I have yeah, never a... once seen a thing that I thought was funny come out of uh, Martin Lawrence's mouth. Oh I found God. his show to literally be unwatchable. Like, uh, I've been in hospital rooms where coma patients had it on in the background, and they died. They just flat out died because Martin came on. Um, it's it's incredibly unfunny. So I was looking at Will Smith's whole catalog, and I'm like, there's not even a movie that like is so that is I was thinking like where I started was I would pick a movie that I thought was bad but that like people liked um that like and then I was like if Martin was in it people would realize how bad it is and then it would go back <laughs> down where it belongs on the ladder people only like this trash because Will Smith was in it and so if I took him out and put in Martin Lawrence they would see the truth and then I realized there isn't even a movie that like was bad enough or that like had That's the right reception boy god damn it oh okay well the point is I picked Shark Tale because, <laughs> because all Martin is is a funny voice anyway. So just to take over as the character in Shark Tale. Shark Tale has some great jokes in it with De Niro. Oh, and there is some great Italian objects. Like little, the worst little animated movie ever made. The little, all right, but like, you can't tell me the little fucking. They gave a shark a beauty oh, mark on its fucking cheek. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Scorsese shark 
That's funny. Oh boy. That's not that funny. Joke. That's just, hey, look, a thing you remember. Yeah. <laughs> they so do the Goodfellas scene and the fucking shark fucking. Yeah. Music, they're just like, yeah. What are you and doing? guess who it played? Guess who it played to? It played to me. It played right to me. <laughs> All right. Uh, since Joe is so on board with Shark Tale, what did you pick to uh, replace Martin Lawrence? All right, guys. So I'll be honest with you. I read this question very wrong. So I'll give you a and real that's, answer. And that's, that's, that's like a Joe. That's like a classic Joe thing. As much as cutting in and out from his internet is like <laughs> not understanding the question and totally answering it wrong. <laughs> Joe, that's Joe, like every third question. Joe's like, I had no idea what this was. No, no. Was I so read this question. You already did it today. Shut up. I read so this, this is twice in this episode. Replace Will Smith with Martin Lawrence to make the movie better. How, How the fuck that? can you read it? Any I other it was hard in the way that yeah, I, So I read this as put Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in a movie. No! <laughs> They've already movie. done that. So, so I decided on Bad Boy. <laughs> Oh, so just let me. I said God. put Martin in, put I Will Smith into Blue Streak. So I picked Pretty Woman, and you, Martin Lawrence is the hooker, and Richard Gere is, and Will Smith is Richard Gere. I can't even. Same answer. script. Is he, and, is he and, like Big Mama's House style? Does he prosthetic up as a woman, or is it just Martin Lawrence in a dress? No, Ooh, no, it's Martin Lawrence like as. It, it's, make him big mama. It's, it's works. Mama. Anyway. Also, one of Julia Roberts' rules in the movie is they don't kiss on the mouth. Mm-hmm. So you can do that whole movie with them not kissing. And and go, guys, I misunderstood the question, so I just made up the craziest thing I could think of. <laughs> All right. All right. So I feel like that my was answer, a better, though, a better answer, though, than anything that we're going <laughs> to Mike, we're, 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 would, uh, would I would like to see Will Smith, uh, Martin Lawrence replaced with Will Smith as though is uh, when they got to uh, Men in Black Two, Will Smith was like, I can't come back, so they recasted him as Martin Lawrence. But they so don't say like, anything, and, it's, and they just are like, "Well, an alien experiment happened to him, and now yeah. he looks like this." Now he's <laughs> yeah, he shrunk significantly. Like, like straight to DVD, Men in Black. Well, and then he's all in the the whole joke of the movie. Then is that he's insecure because he's not as handsome and stuff as he used to be. So like, he's like overcompensating the whole time. It fights itself, and then he and then you get Martin Lawrence classically failing and hitting on the hot alien in that movie, who was like the playmate. I remember that. Oh, I only remember Men in Black. The main I love. That. Any, anyway, sorry, once again, I answered the question wrong. I read it and I went, that's a fun topic. Because I know TJ just watched, uh, I know TJ just watched Dad Boys for Life. So yeah, uh, I, uh, I just, TJ, like, oh, okay, like, we're going to have fun with this. We're going to make a movie. That. TJ, okay, do you want me to say that first then? To what you yeah, think yeah, 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 you, you go ahead. All right, so I have two picks. My first pick is Bad Boys. Replace Martin Lawrence, replace Will Smith with another Martin Lawrence. Twin Martin Lawrence. <laughs> so we have hockey. Classic flyover move to just like yeah. put twins in something. <laughs> Eliminate fucking Will Smith out of the equation, and we have cool Martin Lawrence and the nerdy Martin Lawrence and Amsel. But the, the my real answer is Ali. But I don't want him wow. to 
<laughs> but I don't want him to exercise yes. at all for the role. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just, I just want him to be Martin Lawrence. No, man, I didn't go. <laughs> in the shorts with the boxing gloves, just, you know, rope it doping and, and keep the George Foreman uh, actor, like the huge dude that they hired. <laughs> but just keep Martin Lawrence very tiny fighting uh, the, the rumble in the jungle. But it's I, fucking I'm, like, in, I'm thinking in my head, in my prime, like if Martin Lawrence, I'm not my prime, his prime, what boxer? I'm like, maybe Sugar Ray. Maybe like who's tiniest shit? There's no play a boxer ever that Martin Lawrence can play as a boxer. He I think he might have played a boxer so at one point. There's no way. There's no way. I don't believe that. Yeah, no. like saying Joe Pesci played a boxer. Um, um your pick. Those aren't ill of Joe Pesci. Uh, my whole thing was like I think Will Smith. Um, we can go to like. Um, French Prince Bel-Air, the one scene we're talking about his dad. The one thing he does in some of the worst movies he's ever done is that one emotional scene, regardless of what it is. Um, one of the ones that got me was him talking about not being able to save a little girl in a car, him being a hero cop. Also, this could have went with the other one. He could have let the rioters in. I'm not too sure. This is Chicago 2049. I uh, But... Uh, you know, right. robots take over. <laughs> robots are running everything around. Uh, so my whole thing was, if we replaced Will Smith and I, robot with Mark Lawrence, <laughs> like just hitting those emotional cues. <laughs> the most thing. Can uh, you imagine uh, having a all love of those classic Martin Lawrence responses to a robot. Like what? <laughs> what a robot? Like he would just be all, all, all his hit. Just right off Ali, where Will Smith was at like one of his like folkiest too. So like if like Martin Lawrence came in and was just this little ass five foot four cop, just like <laughs> I, robots I actually, I think you ooh, would also ooh, wait, 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 wait. Do we get the shower scene? Oh, you're gonna get the shower scene where he's going. Ooh. What was it? Um, uh, what's the song? God damn it. Uh, <laughs> Mark Lawrence in After Earth just talking to Jaden Smith the whole time, but serious with a heavy <laughs> Jamaican <laughs> accent. No, it's <laughs> Martin Lawrence, and then if, instead of Jaden Smith, it's Martin Lawrence again, but de-aged. Yeah, the low-hanging Gemini, man. Gemini. Again, two Martin The low fruit is the Wild Wild West. No one chose that. Oh, low-key. A low-key one that actually would work. Not a joke answer. Is in that terrible movie, a winter. I think it's a winter's tale. Um, where I'm, I'm, uh, I'm picking uh, offense here, Joe, because both of my answers were fucking serious, no jokes involved. Yeah. Yet you're saying right. like so, jokes aside, uh, no, TJ, movie, TJ said really no, 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 no. Wait, wait. TJ said at the you. beginning, jokes aside. So I put <laughs> all my jokes aside. And I've I been put all my jokes aside. This Everything I've said here has been 100. This is right. that? What's that? I, um, I rate. What's that movie with Colin Farrell? It was like that epic. It's like win a Winter's Tale or something. It's awful. So you're, I think you're correct. Oh, okay. So Will Smith pops up in that movie as the devil, like throughout the movie. It's unwatchable. There's like what? a Jimmy. It's supposed to be in like the like the like early like 1900s, but 
Will Smith pops up with like a Jimi Hendrix shirt on, like to be the devil and like the darkness. It's real bad. Put Will, put Martin Lawrence in that role, and I guarantee you he elevates the devil because he's more he's more of your Pacino devil who's gonna like ham up these scenes. Oh my god, that movie's stacked. It has Colin Farrell, Russell Crowe, Jennifer Connelly, um, this guy, and that guy. <laughs> that guy. William Hurt. Yeah, that's a shit Sounds ton of people. Awful. It's really bad. Was it Tiptoes? Tiptoes is stacked. Yeah, it's stacked. Tiptoes. Everyone's talking about tiptoes. Why do you think they stormed the Capitol? They wanted to talk to them about what tiptoes. Right, so everybody went, right? Everyone went. Everyone gave the suggestions for Martin Lawrence, Flip, Will Smith. Yeah. Let's yeah, get into it. So. so speaking of tiptoes, TJ's picking a movie, as usual. He also tiptoeing across broken glass. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got three of the guys, two of the guys on my side, three including myself. One of the guys will be fighting this entire episode. He's alone. Guys. Second episode. I up. also think it's unfair that you guys postponed this episode two days because, like, all my fire is gone for this movie. Like, <laughs> I realize I don't. Just, I just don't give a fuck now. I'm just like, oh, whatever. That's just a piece of shit out of here. Like, you'd have caught me on Tuesday out at house hot, but nah, <laughs> it's just, I got, I got barely my, anything left. It's just all gonna it's, come back, man. This is one of like my top underrated movies economies of all time okay, let me I, tell I, you it, something about this no, 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 I no, no. Something up, about this and here's up, the thing set it up set it up, set it up. This, so basically brian just wait because you're you're gonna be burning up like your shirt is right now yeah yeah just set it up i, I picked um a martin lawrence led vehicle this movie has one of the best soundtracks of my childhood <laughs> um, hey this movie is one of the best. first single is on yep, this album yep. I think it's one of the best heist movies, comedic movies of early 2000s, late 90s, I don't know when it came 99. out. 99. Yeah, it's late 90s. Um, Blue Streak. That's all I'm going to say. Everything about this movie is Martin Lawrence plays a crook who steals a diamond that's the size of everyone's fucking face, and he hides it in a it's building. Like big. It's like this it's like big. big. It's a tiny <laughs> little diamond. It's like this, PJ. It's not very impressive at all. Look, I'm I'm pro I'm pro blue streak, but you're just you're talking shit right now. It's it's not, it's, 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 it's like this. Can I can I lead off of what's so great though about this? I'm, I'm, it, no, no, I need to lead of, off because I need to say something. And the thing I need to say is that I wasn't 12 years old watching this on TNT. I was a grown-ass man when this movie came out, and I knew it sucked, and I avoided it for 20 years, and then I had to watch it. And you know what? I was right. It, it's, <laughs> it's not that, like, Joe sat around on a Saturday afternoon and watched this, and he was 12, and he'd never seen an action movie before, and he thought it was good. But it's not good. It's very bad. Well, I got to right. No, no, it's not very bad. So this is this is also why. So we were talking about it in high school. It's great. The first, your first intro doesn't waste any time. It gives no you time. the setup. the The cops aren't even stupid in that. They great catch character them. actors. Yeah, Zed, Zed uh, from Pulp Fiction. There, uh, the guy who's he's reprising. Guy who he's reprising his role from the map. Yeah, the guy who falls Thank off the you. building. Oh, what's his name? John John Hawks. Yeah, that's what this movie John wasted. Hawks. John Hawks. That shit. That was it, bullshit. They did. They did. They did. Oh, I want to say, though, I want to say, though, it's a tight 90 minutes, though. It's a tight 90 minutes. 
So I, that's the only thing that you... saved it. I could look down and be like, I can do this. It's not too much and longer. And also, and also, if you if you watch our uh, flyby on Encino, man, <clears throat> um, it's the same director as Encino Man and Flubber. So you know, but you know, like everybody knows that because they've seen our flyby on. Yeah, Call I was Show. waiting for it. It took you guys an so, entire. So, so there's I want to give Brian I will give Brian one inch here. There's only one scene that does Gotta not work in the whole beer. movie. They were trying to appeal to the Martin crowd, and it's the pizza scene where he dresses up. It stands out of the whole movie. The whole movie he plays no characters. Oh, he plays over. himself as as Miles Malone. And also, another great thing this movie does is there's no wasted love triangle. They don't worry about any romance he has I did to have. Like, I thought they were going to do a love thing with that lawyer, and I'm glad they didn't. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. That lawyer. And, and at the same Ali time, we get a, and I actually think this is so – I was doing all the research about this. This movie was supposed to be rated R. And it wasn't because they wanted to appeal to more. And it works better as a PG-13 movie. I think if they yeah. wanted to make this movie rude. I don't think it needed to be R. No, but that was the original, like, why Martin Lawrence signed on. And then Dave Chappelle, actually, who wasn't as a big name at the time, grew some balls and told them they had a whole scene where they dressed him up as a woman. Um, and Dave Chappelle was like, I'm not doing that. That's uh, really fucked up. Like, black people shouldn't be dressed up in, like, woman. It's a trend I don't like. For the sake of comedy, and they actually listened, which is like well, you can tell Martin took that to heart, huh? He only went on to yeah, do three well, Big Mama's House movies. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, you know, I love one of the, one of the big the uh, beginning of scenes, making fun of one of the biggest actresses now in Octavia Spencer for being bigger. And you're Dude, like, I, have, more I have that. I have Octavia Spencer. That's my note. <laughs> Shit. She's just what? nothing but a fat joke for them. It's like one minute. Yeah. <laughs> I have that, that fucking seems... note. Academy that's Award seems... nominee used for a fat joke. That's my for note. Right there. You're sad. Like a bones is here. <laughs> Brian. You said what? you was a bank robber. No, I have a stutter. <laughs> also known as a stutter. I'm a bank robber. Fun fact about Blue Streak. I used to keep my passport in the DVD case instead of a safe. That's what I yeah, because who? Yeah, because who the fuck would want to steal blue streak? Right, that was the right. right? Someone stole <laughs> my blue streak. You out. <laughs> That's not even a joke. Someone actually took my blue streak when I was like 15 out of my house. Big DVD collection. I used to go to GameStop and trade in old like places two games to get fucking DVDs. Someone stole my blue streak, and I have my social security card in it. Oh, did the same thing Joe did. Yep. Twi- wow. Twins. Yeah, did the same thing. The DVD had the clips. Yep. Clips yep. In it. Bang, bang, open it up. And it had the, I put it underneath. The, you know how you could you be able to flip the DVD inside forward yeah, the, the chapters? Yeah. yeah. Right behind that. Gone. So, Listen. Um, I have, I have, I, I saw this movie on a Sunday. <laughs> So it's not that fresh in my head. And I have three notes that I honestly don't remember. Maybe you guys can help me out. Oh, I, can, I know this movie your heart. It says the, that dog is racist. Why did I say that? Oh, the dog barks at the black guy. 
Uh, yeah. When he first yep. walks into the police station, mm-hmm. he's dressed as a cop and he comes in and a he's, dog barks because he's a criminal. The dog knows. He's that crazy. dog is racist. The other one says, um, a guy like you belongs in the streets. Oh, that's when the that's when the the police officer told him that you shouldn't be at the desk, that you have to be in the street. Like, yes, you're, yeah. you're not supposed to be in here. Like you should. Well, be no, that's after that's after he like busts that. Like he does something. Uh, he busts all the drugs, and he's like, "I'm gonna stay here to do paperwork." And like, you belong in the streets because like he's getting shit done in the department. Yeah. Well, he did the the first job he did was the rim finding, where he's like, he looks up, he's like, Jeez. "You told me a guy came in here and took these twenty pound rims out, and blah blah blah." And they're like, ah, oh, I knew I put him in a truck, and he like did also, the unsung hero in this movie is Luke Wilson is playing the perfect straight man. Because he's funny, but he's also, like, you don't kind of know what he's ever going to say. Like, you don't know if he's going to go along with Martin Lawrence. or so goddamn stupid. He's He's so so detective. (laughs) Everybody in this movie is so bad at their job. Like, I hate (laughs) movies like this where, where it's like, everything he does points out that he shouldn't be there and like and everybody's like oh he must he really you're you got spunk kid like he does everything <laughs> wrong he would absolutely 100 percent get fired immediately he has no credentials and everybody's just like oh what okay are you oh, sure he, we're he, talking he, about the LAPD doing it his own way Wait, you the, know the it's one like woman hits the hydrant and he's trying to get her fucking information he's speak english and then he's like i'm gonna get aspirin right here and he's just like um, excuse me, miss, but, like, even, um, when, uh, they're doing the whole, like, goddamn, what was it, the, um, I always said that, like, Martin Lawrence didn't have, like, an emotional, like, thing to him, like Will Smith does, and, like, iRobot, stuff like this, but he's, like, he's he's driving the car crazy, they're hitting all those, like, LA bumps in the air, he's, like, why are you driving like that, he's holding things, like, sometimes I open shit up, he's, like, I never used to drive. My partner did. You had that one moment where you know John Hawks died. You're like, God damn it. Uh, his one partner, when they want to kick off the fucking building by that bad So like, That's the one emotional movie, moment you have. This movie also has, like, two, I think, really funny moments. Like, or one's really funny, and I think one's just a great scene. They're all back-to-back. The guy applying the, the ointment cream to shake his hand. Oh, yeah. That's hysterical. And then... Martin Lawrence doing the P fifty P fifty two bit when the with the cops and just kind of riffing around. I like that scene where they're like, "So what do you think about the P fifty two? And he's like, "Scrap." No, it. see again. That's another scene where like everybody in there is like, "This is something that's seriously important," and he obviously has no idea what he's talking about. What's and, like, wrong with you? Hurt and, you, like, Brian? Who the hurt thing, you? The thing that they, the thing that they need, like, probably whatever they all agreed on, took like months and months of like who votes from the you? police union and shit. <laughs> and then like he comes in and is like, "Nope, a guy who just started working here today and has no credentials to speak of, uh, and keeps changing his story about why he's here and what he's doing." can definitely make policy changes on his first day. Obviously, why wouldn't we? He could just say something in a meeting and it's and then it happens now. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? I don't know why. We're not thinking too much about it. I'm on board. Who hurt you? Yeah, I get it. It's like, I get it. The whole thing's like a cartoon. And you know what I realized? I probably would have just forgiven this movie and walked away if at the very, very end... Not only do they let him go, but he gets yeah, to keep crazy. the diamond. He gets to keep the diamond. He yeah, should. I, it, it's, it's fine, fine as far as in my, 
as far as I'm concerned, it's it's appropriate to the story that they let him go and they let him get away, but no way should he have gotten to keep the diamond. I I did I did have one there was one line in this this time I watched where I was like, ooh, that is speaking of the ending where there was like that is an issue with the writing here. Is when the um, the one one cop There's no issue with the writing. No, no, shut up. Just let me say, the one cop goes, it's that ending scene, uh, goes, oh, man, this is a big, big criminal catch if we get him. You know, talking about Martin Lawrence, one guy says, and they went, wait, no, he was released from prison. This guy's not a wanted criminal anymore. Like, I mean, unless there's still an open case for the diamond or something. I don't know. Thank you, Seth. They don't know about the diamond. The rally hood. Uh, no, I fucking laughed. I don't know why, like, I, okay, so, Red, I'm, gonna be, white, I'm gonna be honest here, I'm gonna be honest, because I built, I built a brand, <laughs> honestly, um, <clears throat> I didn't like this But can you that. really love movies if you hate people for loving movies? <laughs> if, hey, you don't love movies if you criticize a movie ever at all. If you hey, ever say something bad about a movie, somebody, you don't actually somebody, love them. Somebody on this podcast, I'm not gonna name names, but he's bald and has a... a a goatee, but I'm not naming names. TJ. Said that, said, yeah. Said that that person is living rent free in my head. So I haven't said one thing in this podcast. <laughs> you guys keep fucking bringing it up, <laughs> and you're gonna make me cry. So stop it. Um, make sure your wife's there to take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> Suck my dick, bitch. Um, so uh, the I, I didn't love it this time around, but then I saw they really pull it through for me. So I understand where Brian is coming from. Like, I remember being, like, infatuated with the scene with uh, the toy car. Like, as a kid, that was like, oh, that's so awesome when he's driving the toy car around. Yeah. And I loved, like, uh, even though now it's really sounds out, like Joe said, I used to laugh my ass off in the pizza scene when he's, like, dressed and he's dancing and all that bullshit. But, yeah, um, as an adult, the nostalgia really held it for me. Um, but the one thing I don't know why that made me laugh, and also that sponsorship by Dunkin' Donuts. How much did they pay? Yeah, yeah. Um, not a co- well. This movie was um, one of those like like well budgeted. It's like it was like a thirty million, forty million. Yeah, like a big actually bigger for a comedy. Yeah, it was bigger for. And I will say this: it's real. It's competently filmed, and I like that all the money is on screen. Like the yeah, ending. I, I agree. I agree. It, it looks are, good. It looks good. And I love that, you know, we're still in that age where a fender bender will result in like an car explosion. I miss, Which I miss those noodles. noodles. <laughs> but the, I don't know why the, the, the only scene that did made me laugh and it's probably hashtag problematic. It's like when he's, when he's talking to the bad guy from the mask and he's like, uh, do you want them to get a rescue or do you want like the white people arrest you? He's like, you're going to end up with burritos up your ass. And that, I don't know why, that just, you know, that fucking made me laugh. How uh, about that amazing <laughs> roundhouse kick he gives him at the end, guys? How about yeah. that? You know what, the though, physical I'll prowess of Martin Lawrence there. I'll, I'll give <laughs> credit. So, roundhouse kick. The, yeah. The, uh, he actually shoots the guy in, like, not a light scene where, like, a comedy like this sometimes wouldn't go that way. Yeah. Also, remind me, the, the scene that cracked... A, the, yeah, the pizza scene killed me as a kid. But also the scene <laughs> yeah. of him training to cop, watching cops, and, like, just running around the, uh, the uh, like, hotel room he's staying at. That used to just, like, I thought that was the funniest shit. Yeah. The, no, the hilarious part, I don't know why it's, you know, obviously now because of the 
you know, the, the social political climate that we live in, but the part where the two white guy cups are like salivating as uh, Martin Lawrence just kicks the ass out of uh, Dave Chappelle. That was so fucking funny to me as well. They were like, they were like, he was you know, a he's gentle man. He's an expert. Let him do it. Let him, uh, he knows what he's uh, another uh, Martin so Lawrence bit that you should just kill me. Still think it's funny. Need to go for the Joker. So be the No. <laughs> when he gets out of prison and he's like, "One shoelace? What am I supposed to do with one shoelace? Floss yeah. ass. ass. <laughs> believe, and I, believe that. And I, feel, and I feel like the concept is yeah. good as well. Like, um, <laughs> it's just done. It's like, <laughs> But uh, Yusuf, you're right. It's a good concept. Like it's, the concept, it's, the it's, concept is great. Like um, him hiding his goods in a in a in a construction site, and it, it end up being a police station. That's that's actually funny as a concept. Mm-hmm. Now it may not have been a great execution uh, in the eyes of me as an adult and Brian as a <laughs> six, sixty-nine-year-old man. But the concept is good. They'd have to do so much paperwork and, and get through so many reports for the things get, to go I off. Get it. it's a, I get it. It's a cartoon world, but it just couldn't suspend my disbelief because I was just uh, like, I, this sucks. If it was That's a white fair. cop, I, it was a white cop like, that suspended his disbelief in a second. No, no, I this, still would think it was stupid and bad. <laughs> but it just helped that it had the white just easy enough for me. That I can think of in it. Where we're talking about it right now, and I'm thinking, God, am I going to put on Blue Streak after this? Like, I, I can watch this once. <laughs> yep. Oh, dude, you know what I was watching um, um, right after Netflix is racist, by the way. Um, I saw Blue Streak, and they recommended uh, Passenger 151 or 50-something. Oh, you talking about the Wesley Snipes movie? Yeah. That movie kicks yeah. ass. See, that I, have black, I like black movies. <laughs> Oh, that was no. like I have a black friend. That was, a, that was <laughs> yeah, I have a black friend in black movies. Guys, I, I like a movie with a black protagonist. What are you talking uh, about? Yeah, dude, that movie, and, and it's also like a, an hour and twenty minutes. It's super short and it's fun. Uh, if you haven't watched it, a little insight like, I've mentioned. My favorite movie villains in it. That guy's a total freak. Oh yeah, he's super. <laughs> he like freak. makes the guy get up and talk all about his family, and then he kills him. It's brutal. Yeah. By the way, I've mentioned this before. This also, with the nostalgic thing, hits home. Any any Martin Lawrence movie, Eddie Murphy movie, my mom would be the first one in line with us, the tickets to go see. Any one of them. Which hit? Oh, yeah, that's all right. So, yeah, I, I mean, so you would say she yeah. ever went back then, huh? Oh. <laughs> Let's go into the rain! <laughs> <laughs> space! Like one day I come home and like, Mom, what are you watching? And she's like, oh, I don't know. She's watching fucking Tyler Perry's Jump in the Broom. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Brian, since you're going to be the lowest, how about we build on you? Oh, see, this isn't fair because I want to see how high you guys are going to rate it. I might want to drag uh, the average down by going even uh, lower. <laughs> no, you give Where us. are you going, baby? Uh, I mean, honestly – it's a personal preference with the Martin Lawrence thing. This is like an average cop comedy. I give it like a four and a half. Hey, you were you were more uh, yeah. generous. 
four and a half higher than I thought you would give. Do you have a joke? Four and a half what? Do you have a joke? Do you have a joke? Four and a half tiny diamonds that are not worth tiny They're like this. They're it's literally in the poster. He goes like this. Um I'm gonna go next. Uh like I said, nostalgia really pulled it through. It still has some funny bits. Um, the story is questionable sometimes, but the premise is fun. Um, if you're a Martin Lawrence fan and you have a low bar for comedy and you haven't seen it, that's the caveat. It's a good entry point. Um, 6.5. Hey. Read the ass. Um, Joe, what are you going with? Oh, God. I'm, it, it's full blind nostalgia. Uh, it, it's uh, 9.2 uh, shoelaces. Oh, oh my God. So Let's go. Come on. Let's go, <laughs> Joe. Embarrassing. <laughs> Honestly, I want to give it a 10 out of 10. Give it. No, no. 9.2 shoelaces. It's too, it's too in my, guys. I'm, I'm, it's, I can't do this anymore. It's too in me. It's too in my DNA. It's too in my DNA. I enjoy it too much to even give it a rating. <laughs> I respect it. Uh, this is your. I need to take my rating down to like a two now. Oh, <laughs> it's in the book. It's a four. Um, four point five. Uh, TJ, where are you going, baby? Uh, this one hit a hard eight for me. This is a really hard eight. Again, this is probably one of the best soundtracks of a movie I've I've had growing up. And just something about Martin Lawrence after having one of the best sitcoms of all time. Seeing this movie after that just puts it all together. Brian, I love you, dude. But it's a hard eight. Yeah. It's a hard eight. Teeth like the hard eight that Will gave Martin on the set of Bad Boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm next, not sure episode, who's next. next episode is Brian. Brian, what are you doing to it? Guys, guys, you guys want to play a little more terrible trivia? Yeah, it's been a minute. Been a minute. It's been a minute. I got, I got two things because we got to decide. I got two sets of movies. I got like a mixed bag where I kind of gave every week each one of you a different genre, and then I have like a more fight themed type thing. Fight so I, I, I don't know bag. which one to pick though. Fight theme. bag. See, yeah, look, fight team mixed on, bag. Fight. So let's let's do a couple quick rounds. We'll see if we can pick something out. Uh, uh, TJ, what do you want? We're just, I'm just going to ask a question. Uh, whoever knows the answer first, uh, if you know the answer, just just say your name, and then we'll, we'll do it that way, okay? Uh, do you want to wait till you, you finish the question? Yes, you should wait till I finish the question. Okay. Fair. I'll give everybody a chance to answer first, and then I will give, if in case you know it, and then I will give th- choices. Okay, how about that? That's fair. Anna Kendrick provides the voice of which character in the film Trolls? No, nobody? A, Branch, B, Princess Poppy, or C, Bridget? Princess Poppy. Well, you were supposed to say your name, Yusef, but I'll give it to you. That's fine. Yeah. All right. I had nothing. I don't even know who this person is. Let's see if you guys know. What movie has characters named Alex Hitchens and Sarah? TJ. Yeah? Never back down? No, no. Jeez. Nobody else? You want some you choices? Said, you said Hitchens? 
Yeah. Yeah, can we get choices? Uh, bringing down the house. Taxi. Hitch. Taxi. Hitch. It's Hitch. It's Hitch. Yeah, it's Hitch, Joe. Good job. Uh, let's see here. What kind of pet does Barbosa have in Pirates of the Caribbean? TJ. You said. TJ, what is it? A Chapucha monkey. Yeah, man. T- look. Everybody's in it. All right. All right. Which movie has the character of Sheer Khan in it? TJ. Joe. Uh, TJ. Jungle Book. Yeah. That's two for TJ. Guys, TJ, I'm going to let you pick. Do you want to do the mixed bag movies or you want to do the fight theme movies? Mixed bag. All right. All right. We're going mixed bag. We're going mixed bag. I'm into it. All right. Round two, guys. Here we go. What holiday is it in E.T., the extraterrestrial? TJ. Oh, TJ's on fire today. I said, I said me. I said me first. I'm sorry. Oh, I heard TJ. Halloween. I said me first. Me first. I said me TJ first. strikes first blood again, guys. God TJ. damn it. I don't like 2021. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be, this is a, one of everybody's favorites, okay? This movie, everybody's going to know this. When Barry learns that people are profiting from honey in a bee movie, who does he sue? Nothing. How about you guys want some choices? Oh, oh Joe, I got it. Joe. Uh, I believe he sues. Oh, God. Who has the someone has the honey brand? Um, Ray Liotta. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, the, 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 the choices are George W. Bush, the human race or Hunnex. Yusef. What is it, Yusef? Human race. Yeah, he serves the human race. That's By the right. way, I believe I do believe the honey brand is Ray Liotta's honey in that movie. I think you're right. I think he's like technically. The technically, Ray Liotta is in the human. That's true, but specifically, the card says human race. So okay, okay. Uh, and this is terrible trivia. So we go by the answers the terrible cards give us. Fair enough. Which actress played Mama in Forrest Gump? Joe. Joe? Uh, that would be Sally Fields. Nice. We're all tied up, guys. Good. I haven't that seen means... that movie since I was a kid. That, we're, all, we're all tied up now, so that means this next terrible question could, could, could seal it. Ooh, okay. What animated film features the voices of Pitbull, Steven Tyler, and Beyonce? Joe. Joe? Sing? No. TJ. TJ. Shark Tale? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> can I can I get can I get multiple choices now that everybody? Oh, man, knows? I feel like I shouldn't even give them to you now. No, 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 no you shouldn't. Too easy. You shouldn't. Hey, you gave it before though. That's true. I did let people answer, and then I gave. You know, uh, the choices are Frozen. You gotta play the game, man. You gotta respect the game. <laughs> respect the respect. Terrible trivia. Frozen. <laughs> Turbo. Or epic? Epic. The answer was epic. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, I, rem- I, re- I remember the commercial now because it was one of those commercials where they was in a, 
a full trailer of the movie. It was just a list of fucking names. It was All just right, a I'm bunch back, of people I'm in back, a sound I'm booth recording I'm their dialogue. Yeah. All right, guys. Okay, so, Yousef, because we were doing mixed bag and I gave everybody a genre, your genre was family films. Okay. And your and our and and my choice is eighties classic batteries not included. Let's go. Fuck great. Yes. Never seen it. What? Yeah, so, doing it. We're doing that. I've never seen it. Love. It's a it's great. a it's a family film from my past. I haven't seen it in a very, very long time either. So I'll be happy to check this uh, out. I have fond nostalgia memories for uh, of it. So uh All right, guys. I'm looking forward to it, and I hope you guys are also looking forward to the episode when it drops next year. Uh, where can the people find you, Joe? You can find me on Twitter at Chendinga1, and uh, that's really it. I've also been posting my painting videos and stuff like that on uh, Instagram oh, and TikTok. Uh, also, we could. Uh, sounds like we could watch Batteries Not Included on Hulu or HBO Max. Oh, so nice. HBO Max. Uh, TJ, where can the people find you sometimes? You guys, you can find me at TJ Dex on Twitter. Uh, not make people cry. I don't mm-hmm. like to bully. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mean guy. I don't like mm-hmm. to fuck we around. We lost a lot of sponsors because of that. Yeah, well, you know, I keep it very fucking simple. Um, other than that, Guys, check out the Flyer uh, film YouTube. Tons of episodes fucking just dropped. Awesome. When this comes out, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, by the time you see this, there'll be tons of content. Oh, my so God, much. yeah. Oh. That's what we said. You'll be so inuated with content, you can't even tell. I'm going to give my password to everybody on this podcast and let them release. Do you guys remember, do you guys remember a bracket that we did? I don't. Oh. <laughs> We've got enough for a whole nother round now. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Brian, what you got? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Herskillies. I am a bully. I do pick fights. I hate people. <laughs> I want to make them suffer. <laughs> if they come onto the hell site that is Twitter, they deserve whatever they get. Yeah. Um, so you can find me uh, and feel bad for me for wasting my life on the bird site, <laughs> at Herskillies. Wildlovemovies.com. Bye. Bye. Oh, good times. Good times, guys. <laughs> <laughs>